Well, hello, hello, friends. My name is Nicola Hema, and this is my podcast, Real Talk with Nicole. I hope you're having a lovely day. Um, I'm super excited. This is a project that I've been wanting to do for over three years. Um, It takes me some time to finally sit down and make the time and energy and commit to the things that I want to do, but you know, better late than never. And that's a habit that I'm working on. So this podcast will cover anything that is dance related, anything that is life related, anything that is entrepreneurship related and spirituality. Um, Those are all things that are super important to me that I love. And most of those I will relate to dance. So uh, dance entrepreneurship, dance life, and dance and spirituality. So I hope that you enjoy this podcast. Um, A couple of things that I want to get started with and let everybody know. This is my podcast, okay? So that means (laughs) the things that I say here will be my opinion, my thoughts, the way that I process stuff. And that doesn't mean you have to agree. Can we get to a place in the world where we don't all have to agree on everything and that we can have healthy debates on things that matter or or on our differences? Um, It is completely off the table if you don't believe that everybody should have equal and basic human rights, but anything else, if it's just like ignorance or misunderstanding, and I'm, I stand to be corrected and I stand to hear other people's opinions as well, but this is my life and it's how I lead it and what I think, and I'm allowed to live that way. Um, so you can miss me with your bullshit. If I say something that you don't agree with, unless you want to have a healthy conversation and ask why, or if you just want to offer your opinion and don't expect um, a reply and are not trying to have an argument about it. So that's rule number one. Rule number two is check in with rule number one. (laughs) Um, yeah. So a little bit about me. Uh, my name again, I said is Nicole. I go by Nicola Ballerina in the dance world, but my name is Nicola Hima. My parents are from West Africa, Ghana specifically. They traveled here as dancers, surprisingly enough, dancers and my dad's a master drummer. So when they were in like high school age in their teenage years, they traveled, um, to like the Vatican and they traveled to Canada and they performed at the Olympics and then they settled here in good old Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> of all places. I, every time I'm like, I could have been born in New York. I could have been born anywhere else in the world, but y'all decided to have me here where I have the worst allergies, but that's okay. It's fine. They were young. They didn't have any control of where they were staying. They were with a troop. So either way, um, growing up, I did not like dancing, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, in my summer, uh, what are those things called when you... What is that thing called when you do something for the summer? Like a summer camp. Oh my God. Summer camp. Like a little vacation. It wasn't vacation Bible school, but it was like some kind of summer camp at Global Education Center here in Nashville. For those of you who do not know about Global Education Center, look it up. Feel free to donate. Keep that place going. My dad used to work there. I've gone there. Like I host socials there to this day. It has been a huge part of my life and is a huge part of the Nashville creative community. Um, Anyway, so Ellen, the lady who runs the Global Education Center, will, every time she sees me, like when she unlocks the door for me to host a social, she's just like, I cannot believe that you are a dance teacher and that you're doing this thing. I just remember we would have dance breakout sessions and 
in summer camp and you absolutely hated it. And I did. Um, when you're young and you're coming into womanhood in the Guinean culture, uh, you have to do a ritual and the elders said that I was stiff. And so I just never liked dancing. I just, I didn't until later, probably like early high school, you know, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. And I would try to do their videos on the low, like do their, their dance moves on the low. Um, and I'm sure it sucked. But later on, a friend of mine, Tasha, shout out to Tasha. She owns TMP Productions here in Nashville Dance Studio for pre-professional teens and for anybody that's looking to take classes and wants to be a triple threat with acting, singing, and dancing. And um, she had a dance club called Dance Extravaganza, so I tried it. <laughs> and I did uh, Britney Spears Stronger. <laughs> Like I did the moves from the video. Oh my God. I bet if somebody had a recording of that, I bet it was so trash. Um, but that's okay. Cause you, everybody has to start from somewhere. And then, um, I did, there was a girl at our school who was a professional belly dancer. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, Oh my God, she goes to like these clubs and she does belly dancing. She makes all this money. Like how amazing is that? Um, Hold on, my computer just went off, so I don't know if it's still recording. Let's see how this how this works. Oh, it is still recording. Maybe I should cut that. I'm just going to leave it. This is real life. Okay, so, and this is my first one. I'm figuring shit out as I go. Uh, so she was a belly dancer, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I want to try to do that. And she was like, you have the movement. It's actually kind of natural, which is, was a surprise to me. But she was like, the arms is what you're having trouble with. She was like, if you can get into a ballet class, you'll learn the arms. That'll be really helpful. And I was like, okay. So I went to college on this mission to like take a ballet class. I was like, okay, I have some money. I can find a ballet class near me and I can take class. And I found like a nearby school, even though I didn't know that I could take class at MTSU that came much later. Um, so yeah, that's how I started kind of started my dancing. Um, I went and took the, ba the ballet class just so I could figure out the arms. And cause I was like, I'm going to go back and f learn this belly dance thing. And then before you know it, I was in the, I was getting my minor in dance and taking a full semester of dance classes, ballet, jazz, tap, modern, uh, performance, choreography, pedagogy, chore oh, I already said choreography, like all of these classes and they set me up. I mean, everything in life, it can only, I can only say it so many times, everything in life sets you up for your divine your divine path. Like I would have never thought that this is what I was going to be doing. I just wanted a job where I got to sit at the desk and clock in and clock out. And then I had that life and I fucking hated it. Like <laughs> all I would think about was dance. And by that time, so after I graduated college, one of my teachers, Houston, um, Elaine Houston, she had Houston dance company. I danced with her freelance for a while. I did some stuff at the grand old Opry, um, sustained an injury there. And then I also sustained an injury in his, in Houston dance. I pulled a muscle in my back. And during that time I found salsa and it was something that I could do that didn't hurt. And so, uh, there was a club nearby my house and I went and I learned salsa and that was kind of the end of it. That was the end in the beginning. And I went there for 
a little bit like probably before I started dancing salsa I went to Ibiza off and on for like a year but I would go on Saturday nights so Ibiza is the name of the club I would go on Saturday nights and Saturday nights was not salsa night Saturday night was club night so I would go and dance and listen to reggaeton and I would hear like bachata and they would play like a little bit of salsa I was like oh my god this is so cool and nobody but nobody would really dance salsa like that's just not what they were there for they were there to drink hook up I just misinterpreted but there was this one guy who was there all the time and would actually try to dance salsa with me um his name is Julian and he still dances actually to this day and he told me about the Thursday night at Ibiza which when I went completely blew my mind and opened my eyes like these people were dancing salsa and it was mostly salsa bachata uh Salsa, bachata, and merengue. So bachata wasn't that popular at the time in 2012. So there was a lot of merengue and Nashville. It was big in Cuban style salsa. So casino style salsa. Um, so there was a lot of that. And actually the club had sponsored a team. Uh, I think it was just called the Ibiza Salseros or something like that. That some teachers here... Kendra, Kendra Lucas was a part of it, and there and her now husband. I no, I don't know if if I don't know if David was a part of it. I'd have to. I need to fact check this stuff. But again, like I said, this is my life and my opinion and the way I remember things. So this is just how it's gonna go. So <laughs> I know Odie was a part of the team. Dwight and his now wife Jessica, and I believe Amber, which some people in the Kizomba community know as DJ Aphrodisiac surprise surprise for those that didn't know she started with casino and a friend of mine lola they were all a part of it so just a little side note it's interesting to me i was very blessed to be in a community that had a lot of black women as the leaders of the community so kendra lola uh or a lot of black people kendra lola amber are all black women odie dwight uh what is the guy's name who ran it? Nate and David Haney were all black and Patrick, like there were black people everywhere. So for those of you who are new to me in this podcast, I am, I, well, I said at the beginning, I'm African-American. My parents are from Ghana. I'm Ghanaian American. So, um, for me, it was never weird to see black people on the dance floor. Cause I know that that's been, today is September 5th, 2020. So if you're listening to this podcast at some later date, you know, we've had this, the whole civil rights, um, revival, which I don't really know that it ever went away, but now everybody seems to be a part of it. Um, with all the, you know, just ridiculousness that has gone on this year. And I, I struggle to say just this year alone, cause it's not just this year, but, um, it was just big this year. So, you know, then I've been in these groups where people are like, you know, I don't see any black representation. I'm like, really? I feel like there's black salseros everywhere. But I've been told that I uh, grew up in a bubble or my dance life was, I grew up in a bubble and my dance life was in a bubble because I live in South Nashville, Antioch, Tennessee, and it is the culture, eth ethnicity, culture, capital of Nashville, Tennessee. I, on either side of me, my neighbors are Kurdish. 
down the road they call it like little mexico because there's mexican food trucks everywhere um there's a heavy heavy african uh somalian egyptian and um ethiopian ethiopian community growing up there were a lot of laos kids laotian kids that i went to school with like it's just like a melting pot out here so you know people will come from murfreesboro and go to the walmart by my house and they're just like there are so many different types of people here and i'm like i don't know what you're talking about but anyway i digress where was i i hope y'all are in for this because i'm going to be probably all over the place but i hope that i get better at that so uh talking about dance so yes uh ibiza lots of black people and i never felt that i didn't belong so all of those people were teachers and that's when i started learning dance and then i started going and then he told me about meetup so there's on meetup for those of you who are in nashville there's a meetup site for the nashville salseros called diablos que bailan and i joined that page and he told me about it in 2011 so this is when i was still going on saturday nights but it took me a while before i went to the thursday nights and it took me a while before i went to the classes like almost a whole year so i went to amy will bryant's class who is another black woman her and her husband taught salsa and that, those were my first salsa teachers and i loved it and just all the classes i took as many classes i can as i could at the club the martin and raven were teachers and every time i would see her dance i'm like omg this is like she's so amazing this is so amazing and um i was like i want to dance like that and so i was taking all of these classes that i could and what i realized from my background and college was that there was like a lot to be not that the teachers were bad but there was um kind of a lack of pedagogy and I'll get into this later when I talk about like what makes a teacher because I really think that anybody can teach and anybody should be allowed to teach and I think that we're a little stubborn on people can get in their ego about who can and can't teach but it was a lot of that do this um not a lot of breakdown not not a lot of uh direction not a lot of technique I didn't think and so I was like, oh, I feel like that's something I can offer. And so I wanted to do that. And that's what I did. And so I know a lot of people will say, oh, you know, this person hasn't been dancing that long before they started teaching. Well, I'm one of those people. I danced also for a year before I opened my dance company and started teaching um, all the time, hosting parties, all of that. And can't nobody tell me nothing. So um, if you're in that boat, live your dream and do what you want. Fuck the haters. So yeah, that's pretty much how I got my start in salsa. And I think I'm actually going to wrap it here because I kind of want to keep these podcasts short. And I had all this stuff hooked up to my desk for like two days. And I was like, Nicole, you just need to sit down and start this podcast. So that is what I'm doing. This episode, I'm sure I'm going to look back in two years and be like, I cannot believe I released that out into the world. But you know what? It's okay because you got to start somewhere. I'm allowed to evolve and so are you. So we have to start somewhere and build from there. It's not going to start off perfect. So this is my my humble beginning. And I hope that you all stick around for the ride. And I look forward to engaging with you. You guys can find me on socials at Nicole La Ballerina. La Ballerina. Bailarina is B-A-I-L-A-R-I-N-A. 
Nicola Ballerino on Instagram, Nicola Ballerino on Facebook. Reach out if you are interested, if you want to email with me, if you have any questions, any topics that you want covered, feel free to email me, Nicole at ahimadance.com. Ahima is A-H-I-M-A. And I look forward to talking to, meeting with, and chatting with you all soon. Have a great day.